to media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is Afterbuzz TV for Glee. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Glee news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Glee! Hello, hello everybody, I am Roxy Stryer, along with my regular co-host, Mia Smith. That doesn't mean not awesome, just you're you're always here with me. (laughs) Yes. And we have a new person with us today, we are lucky enough to get... Billy Nellis. Am I saying it correct? You got it. Billy Nellis. That's I've got it, it now. Yeah. So you're here with us because we, we've canceled another show, and so we got you. We pulled you in. <laughs> you grabbed me. And now you can't leave. Nope. Not at all. We've you're got stuck. a tight grip. I think, yep. I think I'm stuck. You're screwed. But luckily, Glee's an amazing show. And of course, in the booth, DJ Jesse Janity, who has what a couple up? announcements for us. Yes, this Sunday... Uh, October 9th, if you're in the L.A. area, make sure you come down to the John Lovitz Comedy Club in Universal Studios City Walk. Um, we'll actually be streaming live from the Comedy Club uh, for the season finale of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll actually get to watch. You show up at 7. We'll watch the show live. Immediately following, After Buzz TV's and Extra's very own Maria Menounis will be hosting a live after show with cast and crew from the show Breaking Bad. AMC's working with us. They're so excited. Um, we're excited. You can get tickets at thejohnlovettscomedyclub.com. That's John as J-O-N, uh, lovettscomedyclub.com. Um, make sure you guys show up there early. We're going to have a red carpet event, take pictures, see all your favorite AfterBuzz TV hosts. You know what? You see what I don't understand? Who wouldn't want to come to this? Right, I'm going to be there. Awesome. I mean, I'm going to be there definitely. But who wouldn't want to go to this? You go, you watch your favorite show, and then you get to. Well, sorry, Glee's my favorite show, but (laughs) no, I I can't hate on Glee. But no, you watch your favorite show, you watch people talk about it, and you get to see cast members, crew members, guests. That's awesome. Yeah, and you get to interact with them exactly. And even if it's not your favorite show, it's going to be so much fun with all the time. I mean, our Afterbus hosts are amazing. So just think of the fun. You'll be able to laugh, giggle. You're going to see stars. It's just going to be a great time. And then immediately following afterwards, we're actually going to be doing a Boardwalk Empire. Sorry. After show, excited? Yes, super excited. (laughs) I just got put onto that show just last week. mm. Wow. I'm excited about it. Yes. So uh, hopefully uh, we will definitely see you there. Not even hopefully. We're going to oh, yeah. see you there. Oh, it's uh, done. We're going to be there. I'll be there. No question. Perfect. All right. So that's this Sunday, October 9th, Universal Studios City Walk, the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Make sure you're there by like 6, 6. Th- I wouldn't even, they say 6.30. I would say 6. Yeah, this you, is for sure going to sell out. And you think so. Sell out. Get your tickets in advance. But not only that, but Universal is doing some like haunted house thing. So parking is crazy. I mean, nuts. Yeah. So get there as early as you can. 
Okay. You don't want to miss any of the stars. I'm excited. I'm not missing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I really don't understand why somebody wouldn't want to go to this. Right? There's no reason. If you're what else are you going to go Sunday? Total losers. <laughs> no, okay. So so now we're ready to move on to Glee. Any more plugging to do? We're good? Jess? Ooh. Hey. Okay. Okay, so we got a lot to talk about this episode. Yes. Yeah. So far, though, overall, by far, the best episode of the season. Definitely. Yeah. Hands, down. Hands down. Hands down. So is this... Did this make our expectations? Did, did this reach our expectations of what this season should be, or do we feel like we're still a little behind what we wish we were? No, I, I definitely think that all the preseason talk that they were going back to season one, this was they're finally getting back to their. So this is the episode that proved that. Right, I agreed. think that we're finally episode one and two were a little rocky for me, and we're finally at that point where this is season one, the glee you fell in love with. That yeah. was that was mm-hmm. tonight. So display. are you not a musical theater fan? Either? I am a big you musical are. theater fan. But it still is a little dry for me. That's what I'm saying. I like musical theater, and I didn't even like that. So think about people who don't like musical theater. They're They're like, where's Kelly Clarkson? Where's the Black Eyed Peas? Oh, 100%. And they were this episode. That's that's the best part. And even even the musical songs that were chosen were popular ones that we knew. Yeah. I mean, we were bobbing our heads singing along the entire time. Okay, but just to break it down a little bit, I wanted to start by talking about Will and Emma, who sometimes don't have as big of a storyline. Uh I have a question off the bat, though. Do we like them together as much as we all thought we would like them together? You know, there was all this hype about them not being together and him having a wife and her almost getting married to somebody else and this mm-hmm. whole deal. And all the whole time we wanted them to end up together. Right. And now they are. And what do we think? Well, I think that we misunderestimated the how extreme Emma's issues were. And right. I think that that has been the biggest issue in seeing the two of them together and how hard it is for being in a relationship. I think that we thought that it was just some funny little quirk. Because in season, in the beginning, mm-hmm. it was. We saw it for five seconds. Yeah. She would scrub an apple. And, yeah. and and it's gotten more intense as she's gotten to the relationship with Will. And I think that that has been something that I wasn't and maybe viewers weren't expecting to be so extreme and maybe what's causing... Um, not so much fun there. Definitely. I don't know. For me, I just, I was never really excited about them two. And and not because of, you know, her OCD or anything on Will. I just, I'm just always been more of a fan of the kids. Mm. So their their storyline to me always fell in the background. It's hard on any show like this, you know, even Gossip Girl, 90210, any show that focuses on young kids. Mm-hmm. And then the storylines about the adults. They're always a little dry. They they can be a little dry. But I actually like Will and Emma's storyline. Yeah. I just don't know how much I like them together at this point. It's like, you know, if you're in an actual relationship, it's one thing to be with somebody. And it's another thing to live with the person. Right. It's, it's com- true. It's completely different. And whole new uh, complications come about. And obstacles and great things and bad things. And like you're saying, it's not just rubbing off a piece of fruit anymore it's before she gets in bed what she has to do when she wakes up what she has to do before they eat what she has to do there's always something with her and he's such a carefree easygoing guy seemingly mm-hmm. that it's really holding him back oh, yeah i think I, the- I, 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 I do agree with that and what i just want to know is are they having sex yet yeah, yeah are they're they- living together they're talking about marriage has it happened? That's what uh, I want to know. Do we know? I don't think we know. I don't think we know. I mean, in the premiere of the season, they weren't. They hadn't yet. Right. I think that that was addressed that they mm-hmm. that they still hadn't. 
So, it, I mean, it didn't seem to me that by this week they had. I don't think so. I think that Will's waiting patiently. Uh, does anybody else agree? That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big obstacle, it's, especially if you're living together. It's not like she said, because of religious purposes, I'm saving myself till marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like a, a respectable choice. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't even know what it is. Is that dirty? To her, what? I think it might be, and I think that this week, I mean, especially seeing obviously the there's some psychological issues beyond her OCD, especially mm-hmm. with seeing her parents this week come in. So I think there's some real intimacy issues with Emma that maybe we're going to get into down the line. I think that that's right. something that's rearing its head at this point. There's definitely some something else there beyond the OCD that maybe is what feeds to her OCD method to the madness yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right before we get into that, though, I'm just like literally picturing the first time they have sex and <laughs> he's gonna take out his penis and and she's gonna have to scrub it down. And that will be something we don't see on Glee. Uh, but I I'll be picturing it. No, anyway, though. Okay, so get, getting into why she is the way she is. So how much of an effect can our parents really have on us? Huge. To what extent? Huge. Everybody's uh, hands yeah, in. We're all agreeing. Yes, definitely. So her parents are like redhead Nazis. <laughs> uh, what was it? Ginger, Ginger su- supremacist. supremacist. Ginger supremacist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the deal here? Is that more legitimate? I mean, that's compl- he calls them out. It's complete racism, but it is racism. But hairism. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, that's I mean, what is that? OK, it's funny, but are, I've never even heard of that. Is that a. Is that an actual I, I thing? would not be surprised. I really would not be surprised. I've never heard of it. I don't know. It might be a Ryan Murphy creation. Maybe. Well, it's <laughs> then awesome. again, I don't put anything past Americans. Like we have some crazy, <laughs> crazy cult type groups. True. No, seriously, and it's a big concern of theirs, and they want to know his heritage so they can see how many redheads there were. <laughs> they don't want to know how much money he has. They don't want to know about his parents' jobs. They don't want to know what his upbringing looked like, where he's from. Right. They want to know. They didn't even like that his hair was a little thick. They say it's a bit woolly. Woolly, yeah. <laughs> but they liked him better than her last boyfriend, who we remember. It was Greek John Stamos. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no red hair there. No, yeah, no, no red hair there. So, okay, bring a boyfriend or a girlfriend home to a parent. Mm-hmm. How stressful is that, no matter who your parents are or who your boyfriend is? Or Always. Yeah. yeah. You want them to like each other. and yeah. It's scary. It's always a to-do. But having parents... Do you guys have parents who there is something that they really care about in in your significant other? I don't. No, I don't think so. As, so as, as, long, as long as I'm treated well, then my parents are okay with it. You don't it. have yeah. to bring home somebody the same religion, the same race, the same sexual... Oh, whatever. okay. Okay, yeah. I take that back. Um, my family is very much, you know, pro-black, I guess I would say. If I was to ever bring home a white... Uh, a white person i don't know i don't know what i don't know what the reaction would be they would my family would accept mm-hmm. are both because, of your parents black yeah they would um accept uh her but i don't know if they would they would they they, they would be taken aback yeah I, I guess that's the right way to say that okay but as long again it would go down to am i happy right. and if i'm happy then they're happy okay right. you too yeah mine mine were fine mine have You've never brought somebody home that was like, they were like... I've only brought home two people, so mm. I never really ran into it. But I mean, my sister's brought home some more questionable fellas, but, <laughs> and there's been no issues there. So I think that they're pretty good Yeah, about it. I just think that that's such a horrible feeling, feeling like, like Emma feels like she really loves him, and 
she felt like she couldn't introduce him to her parents. Right. But she was ashamed of them, though. Yeah. yeah. I think it was more of that. I think she was didn't want him to run away from her because mm-hmm. if you, she, it, by that introduction, yeah. he stuck with them. When If he stuck with her, if he's with her for life, he's got them in the back seat because they're not going anywhere. They're her parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that scared her even more that it would run him off. Was it inappropriate that he called them out like that? No, I don't think so. No. They were awful. They were treating them yeah, right. awful. I know. It's hard, though, because you don't want to disrespect your girlfriend's parents. But at the same time, you don't want to let anybody walk all over your girlfriend. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that her initial reaction of wanting them to leave when she saw them sort of gave him the license to do that. I think he knew that it wouldn't be an issue with her. Right. Because Agreed. she had already wanted them to get out of the house. So he knew that there was going to be an issue. And so I think that that gave him the opportunity to speak up because he knew that it wouldn't affect his relationship with Emma. Right. She wouldn't get mad to, at his disrespect towards her parents. Yeah, it's not like she called them over and was like, oh, well, you got to right. be my awesome exactly. parents. And, and then I they were awful money for them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I still think, I mean, my parents are a little quirky too, and there are some things that could go wrong. But if you don't see how you could ever introduce your significant other to your parents, either because your parents are whack or your boyfriend or girlfriend's <laughs> whack, mm-hmm. whatever. Then how is that long term going to work? Do they do they do Will and Emma's parents need to get along for this relationship to work? No, I, I, no, I don't think so no. either. I especially, think, I'm sorry, don't mean to cut you off, but especially because Will is so uh, he's all about her and helping her and growing with her and and just he loves that girl. Yeah, right. I don't think anything can. And stop especially that. since yeah. it, we kind of saw that maybe her parents are the cause of her issues. Mm-hmm. That maybe without them in the picture, it might help her. So I think that in this specific situation, I think that for their relationship to survive, he doesn't need to like her parents and they don't need to like him because I don't think Emma wants them around. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's okay. I think that the biggest issue in all of that, though, was Will calling them without her permission. That was would that bother more you? of an issue. Yes. I, yeah. That if would I had, if I, No matter what reasoning I gave, if, if my boyfriend called my parents before they'd met him and invited yeah. him to dinner that would freak me out a little i'd be a little i mean it'd be sweet obviously but it, the intentions are good but i don't know i don't think mm-hmm. i could ever do that to somebody yeah no. i mean it's different if they'd been together for four years you know right. but is it really that to, i actually don't know because i don't think i would ever want somebody to do that but, to me not at all do not call my call my parents behind my back that's just <laughs> it's yeah. not like i she, can't picture it right it's not like she gave a reasoning and it was bad she wasn't giving a reason and there was clearly a reason mm-hmm. and she said it's not because i'm embarrassed of you it's not because of that it's because of them so what he should have done was just forced a conversation with her to right. figure that out instead of Before assuming calling. yeah right speaking of parents and and disapproval so we've got this whole <laughs> Mike Chan situation. Mike Chang, 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 Chang. Mike Chang and Mr. Chang. We I don't think we got a name on Mr. Chang. I don't think so either. Uh, so Mike is an artist. He's a dancer. Mm-hmm. He's been working on his singing. He is a performer. He kicks butt on stage. Love him. And that is something to be proud of. Um, we're we're all clearly in support of the arts here. <laughs> here at After Buzz, we love the arts. No, but seriously, I don't know because I come from a very artsy family. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys have backgrounds that are more doctor, lawyer, or have you felt pressure to go anyway? Because this is something that I can't really totally relate to. Yeah, that's, that's, that is definitely my case. Um, okay. You know, I moved to L.A. I've always been all about film, television, theater, all of that. But 
my family was not like my dad always supported me, but I, I think me and him are just the exact same person in different times. But my my mom supported me as whatever I wanted to do, but she was never quite happy with the route that I chose. Mm-hmm. Like even to this day, she's like, "Okay, what's going on? You know, you went to school for a reason. Uh, are you gonna?" Yeah. Something, something has got to give. And I'm just like, it's the industry. I can't help. It's, it's, it's up and down. I don't right. know what to so do. Has that ever held you back? Like, do you feel like I Mike so, yeah. isn't living up to his full potential because of what his parents are doing? Yeah. Because if, if they were both really supportive, he could probably have a lot more time to do what he wants and really develop his dancing and really develop his singing. You know, like right. I didn't get the, the chance to go to a lot of the film classes or film schools that my peers did because my family was not right. for that. And so I was always a little bit behind. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then we see finally that he's been holding this all inside and he's freaking out. By the way, I love the line about an A minus is an Asian Asian, Asian person to have. It's awesome. But he's been holding all this stuff inside and finally his mom is understanding, which is just like the best feeling in the entire Mm -hmm. world. The best thing Mm -hmm. that happened. Such a weight has been lifted off him, I feel like. And now he can really pursue what he wants to because we see in the end of the episode he gets the part and not only that his audition was Was bomb yeah i i knew he was gonna have a voice blew it out of the water i knew it yeah we we had heard him though try to sing before and it was like that crackly fake voice you could tell that's not his actually voice Mm -hmm. nobody actually sounds like that that's not true some people actually sound like that but i didn't think he did and he has this voice what do we think of it i I, love it i was i was definitely pleasantly surprised it was i wasn't I wasn't expecting him to have a good voice. I kind of thought that he was originally, you know, the the actor Harry Shum was cast on the show specifically as a dancer in season one, and his role was was increased as the time went on. So I thought that maybe he really couldn't sing. Maybe he was only brought in as a dancer, and maybe right. he wasn't going to. So I was surprised that that it came out and he actually could sing this week. I was definitely pleasantly surprised that that was a little hidden talent. It took he, Glee a really had. long time to show us. Yeah. It did, and I'm you know I'm kind of glad that they did. I'll be honest. Mike Chang has probably been my least favorite character. There's something about really? the role that up until tonight I didn't like. I, I don't know what it was. I just really would kind of get annoyed by him. And I can't even explain it. Until tonight, they fleshed him out. They made him a little realer. They put some focus on him. And now I'm I'm Team Chang. You're into I'm, it. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. I, I think I will have to agree with you. I was never really... I was never really on Mike's side. There was, was nothing. There was no side to be on. Yeah, it was. He was just kind of there, and he danced every time they sang. He would come out and do his crazy moves. And uh-huh. well, this kind is of the first real episode we've kind of seen with him, and he's supposed to have big storylines this season. They gave him parents, right? They gave him parents. We haven't even seen Rachel's parents. And we've I know seen his parents. So no, we haven't seen Rachel's parents. You we know, know you about made her a big Glee. You <laughs> when know, you get some parents. Yeah, when you get some parents. <laughs> seriously, but I thought that was very moving and. And a universal issue. Yeah. Your, your parents' approval. And it seemed to be a big thing in this episode. And I, I mean, I don't know what I would do if my parents weren't in support of me being in the arts. Because I think it really, your brain is a certain way. Mm-hmm. And right. some people are good at math. And some people are good at science. And some people are artists. Mm-hmm. And if you are an artist, you can't really hide that. You can't. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's who you are. It's in a, and I think that even to try and hide it, Whatever else you would try to do in, if you were trying to hide it, you would f- suffer at that as well because it's not what you want to be doing. So right. you wouldn't be succeeding anywhere if you were trying to suppress what you actually 
I, we're I, meant to be doing. Yeah, it's totally random, but I was just thinking about. So we were talking about how we liked that they kept that hidden secret with him um, mm-hmm. until now. But do you guys remember the episode when Artie, I think this was last season, started to be able to walk again? There was like that fake it number with him. It was the episode. Yeah, and there was a fake number and he was in the mall and he got up and started dancing and doing all this stuff. The dream sequence, yeah. The dream, And I didn't know it was a dream until after. <laughs> and I was sitting there so pissed at Glee and I was like... I hate that they hid this from me, that he was going to be able to walk and whatever. So I was just happy that this was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> it was to a pleasant surprise. Totally random. I was just thinking about it. But yeah, no, I, I was really happy that they showed us this. We did see a dream sequence in this episode, though, where he sees his dad and is talking to him and sees Tina and was talking. I, I love this scene. You yeah. did. You did. did. See, I was thinking, what? Why did they throw this in there? Kind of bizarre. Okay, why did you love it? I loved it because at this point now, like they're they're starting to develop Mike, and so it, it gave us a chance to to see him yeah. and to get in his head and with his internal struggle. And I was with it, and it was all dramatic and it extra. Was, it, yeah, it and was, I loved it. It was definitely I I wrote down rough. It was a it was mm-hmm. kind of a rough scene to, to watch. Rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It was. It was definitely pretty emotional, and it kind of allowed harry to to show some acting chops mm-hmm. that we haven't seen yet that we definitely haven't seen yeah. and, and didn't know we're there we're there exactly. another pleasant surprise yeah definitely yeah i kind of feel like he killed it this episode he did yeah. um speaking of somebody who kills it our other favorite character Brittany. yes oh, i love Brittany. i love Brittany. okay you haven't been here what are your feelings on Brittany? oh 100 percent. Brittany s peers all the yes. way <laughs> oh my god yeah. i love her so much <laughs> Running for president. Yes. <laughs> Who would you rather as president, Britney S. Spears or Britney Spears? Britney S. Spears. Britney S. Spears. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, so Kurt and Britney running for president, battling it out. Mm-hmm. Serious issues. Who do we want to win? Britney. She had the best choreography. Like, I don't, I don't care about anything that else. That performance was, like, hot. She Anytime. had that little leather skirt on and... Yeah, she looked awesome. Yeah. And She's quite the dancer. Oh, yes. Heather Morris, A+. Plus, plus, A+. Plus, plus. Plus. You go, girl. <laughs> like, rock it. But I, it's not that I want Kurt to lose. I know. It's, that, it's not about anti-Kurt. It's just pro-Britney. Does, does that yeah. work? Did that make any sense? It, it does. <laughs> I, I, th- I, I don't know. No? You want Kurt? No, no, no. I definitely don't not want Britney. <laughs> You just want the balls double cast it. I'm playing. I will be pissed if Britney doesn't win. I'm just upset she's running against Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I I mean I mean I wasn't here last week, so we didn't get to talk about this. But I definitely am kind of glad that she stepped up and ran for mm-hmm. it. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I thought that Kurt was kind of a jerk to her last week mm-hmm. when she was trying to help him out and and it only took him not getting this part, not being butch enough to get the lead. That he was okay with what she wanted to do. And I thought that was kind of for as for as great as Kurt can be, sometimes he's plays the victim a lot, and that kind of bothered me last week. And yeah, so I, guess I was I was kind of into Brittany running against him, like that that talk that Satana had with him that she she's a unicorn too. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm all behind it. See, I, I totally agree, but what was hard for me is what Glee's doing with this because Brittany wants to run so she can actually change the school. Mm-hmm. Um the oil crisis, um, <laughs> the economy crashing, you know, she's going to change it all. But no, she wants to run because she really thinks she can do something good. Mm-hmm. The way it was portrayed that Kurt wanted to run was that he just wanted to get into college that he wanted to. Right. 
But then in this episode, mm-hmm. we see Rachel's going to run. And Kurt goes up to her and says, I want to run because I can actually do something for the school. You only want to run for college. Mm-hmm. And that threw me for a loop because now I don't really know. Is that why Kurt's run- Why is he running? Because Well, I guess his his idea that the change is that it would be a gay president at yeah. the school. Yeah. And that would foster in some sort of inclusion. Which I, I see, and I get that. I don't think that was his initial intention, so I think he's, like I said, playing the victim again. Now someone's actually cha- I think he thinks he now he has another challenge, mm-hmm. and so he's found another reason why he should not be made a victim. Yeah. So I, I don't agree that that was his initial reasoning. I think that he's mm-hmm. come to see that that's what this can do, mm-hmm. but I don't think that his initial decision to run was because of that. No, I don't, I don't think so at all. I, th- I think it was because... The first two, the the first two shows was all about, um, you know, everyone's future, right? And so him being president or running for it was definitely, you know, what he part of to that. Get into yeah, that yeah. It's very similar to our our presidential race last time. It's two thousand eight all over again. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it is. Like I'm the first female vice president. No, I'm the first black president. Mm-hmm. Okay, but who's best qualified? Right. Mm-hmm. Who's best qualified? And that's what it comes down to. I don't care that you are going to be the first gay president. You're going to be the first female president. I care. If you actually want this job yeah. because you want the job. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so who do we think would actually be best at it? And now we have three candidates. I, I still think it will be Brittany. And only because she has such a twisted way of thinking. I I, I think that she'll she'll find the problems that the students won't don't know our problems and find right. creative Sometimes solutions she winds up being the smartest person in a room. Yes. I think she's brilliant. Time. I'm yeah. not even kidding. Fondue for two? <laughs> brilliant. Bring it back, please. Please bring it back, Brittany. <laughs> no, but seriously, her whole, the unicorn analogy mm-hmm. was great. Bizarre, but yeah. Spot on. It works. Yeah, spot Perfect. on. Yeah. Totally works. And her realization that she's also a unicorn. Mm-hmm. I sound completely ridiculous. Right? <laughs> oh my God. But that was awesome. You know, it's not, she is always looking up to people, looking up to Santana, looking up mm-hmm. to Kurt, looking up to people for what they are. When and now she's stepping out. She kicks butt. Right. She is the best female dancer they've got. Mm-hmm. She has a great voice. She's smart. Like, I mean, she's ridiculous in some ways, but she's smart. A little different, but smart. She's compassionate. She's, she gets it. I like her. And she always has the best intentions. Yeah. She's very, yeah, she has very good intentions. Uh, so we see there's kind of an issue here now that Rachel's running. By the way, is it wrong that Rachel's running? Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Somebody explain why. We can breeze over it pretty quick, but somebody explain why it's wrong that she's running. She's she has no reason to. Because <laughs> she's no selfish. She it's has just no another, reason. it's just this episode's version of Rachel Berry being selfish. I mean, right. it's yes. time and time again, she's not the nicest girl at school. But now that she has the lead role, is she going to run? We could talk in predictions a little more about that, but I, I don't know if the lead's enough for her. Um, and also, I don't know if anything's enough for her. I don't know yeah, if it's never enough, enough for, for Rachel Berry. Right, exactly. But honestly, it, it sucks to say she would do a great job at president because whatever she signs up for, she works her butt off. At. Yeah, I agree and with that's that. That's the only thing that I can say about Rachel Berry. She's annoying as hell. I sit there and wish she didn't get the lead sometimes. <laughs> She's incredibly talented, but she doesn't ride on her talent. She works her butt off. Yeah. Every time. She does, but in the thing that separates her from Brittany for me is what I, I said a couple seconds ago, was that Brittany has 
good intentions and she means well by everyone. Rachel means well by Rachel. Yeah. And yeah. and and will she work hard as a president? Yes. But I think I still think that the end run of it and everything that she does as president, if she gets it, will be for the benefit of Rachel. Yeah. yeah. It's true, but being an overachiever has its perks. And even though her intentions aren't the best, really it's about her results at this point. That is true. But uh, that is by no means me saying <laughs> I want her to win president. I really don't I'm even want her so to run. So pro-Britney. Yeah, no, I'm pro-Britney. So we go we go Britney, Kurt, Rachel. Rachel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All three of us. Yeah. Yes. I hate saying that about Kurt, though. <sighs> Kurt is amazing. I love him. I really do. I wish they were running against some stupid jock. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Why? Why is Klee doing this to us? Because they They're always tearing do my heart up. <laughs> the same reason why there's always face-offs or diva-offs or It's like choosing the twin children. Right. Which well, we wouldn't, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't carry it if it, the other way. That's true. It wouldn't true. be as exciting. That's, yeah, it wouldn't so be. We need the dramatic tension. I guess that's true. And um, speaking of dramatic tension. Yes. The moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> the diva-off. The diva-off. Yes. Mercedes versus Rachel. Yep. Okay, so what the hell? What's the deal? They end up auditioning. There's this whole back and forth. Mm -hmm. Mercedes kills it. To me, it seemed like in the auditions, they both killed it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But yes. anyways, Rachel admits that Mercedes did, Mercedes better. did better. She mm -hmm. walks off and says that Mercedes did better. Uh, but they end up offering them both the part, mm -hmm. which to me was completely Fair. legitimate. Yeah. High school musicals do it all the time. High school musicals yeah. do it all the time. And just because Mercedes' final song audition was more moving or better, whatever, Rachel Berry is Maria. That <laughs> role, like literally, yeah. it, to, a t mm -hmm. to a T, that is her. I think she would play a better Maria than Mercedes would. I'm not saying she had a better audition. I think she'd play a better. I, I'm just happy that they offered Mercedes the role. Mm -hmm. uh, so was it legitimate for Mercedes to then drop out? Or what, what do we think? Well, okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to let you talk because I have a lot to say. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I this has definitely been brewing since episode one, season one. We've mm -hmm. been waiting for this to explode, and I think it finally did. And I I mean, look, I get where Mercedes... Mercedes' final explosion about everyone tiptoes around Rachel, everyone... I, I understand her. I get that. Yeah. I completely get it. I... It's tough. I don't think that what she ended up doing, pulling out, I think that that was childish. Um, I think that she was still given an opportunity. She wasn't just going to get Sunday. She was going to get a full weekend. Yeah. She was going to get a full weekend to do that role, to mm -hmm. prove that she could do it too. Um, and she pulled out. And I think that there may be some sort of um, whispers in her ear from her boyfriend pumping up this ego, mm -hmm. um, making her feel like she needs to be number one and and i think that they're both these giant egos giant talents i think this is going to be a season long yeah clash mm -hmm. i agree i agree okay um, go ahead miss i've got a lot to say <laughs> okay so i agree with everything that you said and it was very childish for her to pull out at the same time this has been going on since season one yeah episode one and and the way they they set it up this time, you know, with really showcasing Mercedes, giving her a storyline, giving her a random as boyfriend, like where did he come from? But showing that she has support, right, and that she is just as talented, if not better, than Rachel, right. And then to do the whole double casting, like I I can see how how that stings when you're always in the shadows, everything 
the whole Glee knows that Mercedes is talented. They've had face-offs before. She has outshined um, Rachel before, at least a good couple times. And it always just seems like everything just goes to Rachel because she has the better look. And and right. and just and just thinking casting-wise, you know, she is... Mercedes is a thick girl. And on top of that, she's black. Not that that plays a huge role, but it is... It is very obvious, yeah. right. and um, and and I think the to do the double cast thing, it stung, and 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 I felt this thing, yeah. And so I, I could see her reaction. Now, what she should have done was just taken that double cast thing and rocked and it that it. week. Yeah. She should have just yeah. rocked it. Exactly. I think that that was definitely would have been the more diplomatic and adult, mature but, thing to do. But at the same time, like how many how, how many, many times do you have to you prove get, yourself? Yeah. It's you know? true, but I think that. What the double casting was saying is Mercedes should have said, look, Rachel, I'm as good as you. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to try to prove you're better? Prove you're better. It's not about being better. It's about it's about being the best you can be, and the best she can be is as good as Rachel. And then, in like you're saying in the performance, then be Kill better. It. Mm-hmm. You right. don't have to be better to get the – you both got the you part. You both got it. You both got the part. So now one of you – I've never seen two people get a part and not one of them be better. I've never seen equal talents. Mm-hmm. In when I, I mean, in high school shows, whatever, if something's double cast. There's always somebody you'd rather watch, right. and you don't know who it is at first. And then when the performance goes up, it's who kills it. And we've never really seen Mercedes work that hard for anything. No, we don't and see again, her practice. She, quit. she quits all the time, and that's what I'm saying. And even last year, when they were having auditions for who would do the solo, and who's that boy from um, the other club that Rachel used to date? And he came to monitor. Uh, Jesse? Jonathan. Jesse Jesse, St. James. James. And Jesse St. James was like, Mercedes, that was awesome, but did you practice once? She goes, no, I didn't practice. Mm -hmm. I feel my music. Right. That's that's an excuse for lazy people. That's an excuse for lazy people. It's like when people get on stage and I'm ready to do a scene with them and they say, I'm like, did you learn everything? They're like, Mm -hmm. no, I didn't do any character work. I'm just going to feel my way through it. AKA, you're lazy yeah. and you didn't put in the time. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't do the work. Because practice n- never makes you worse. Mm-mm. It's not true. I mean, you can, sometimes you can peak and you could need to take a break from something, but there's never a point where if you're working at something, you're getting worse. It's not true. Right. I don't believe it. So I wanted to see Mercedes take it. Me too. And then work her butt off and kill Rachel. Right. That, that, that is what I, I wanted to see. This, this ending caught me off guard because it just, like how 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 can you compete against someone and then just let them win? Yeah, and yeah. just how like where's your fight? Where's where's your drive? Well, I definitely think that 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 very last scene set us up for maybe a bigger way for her to prove that she's just as talented as yeah. Rachel by going to Miss Corcoran. We'll talk about in predictions. Mm-hmm. Getting That's, ahead of ourselves. <laughs> that is in the episode. Yeah, that that is true. We did see it. So a little bit. I think, but here's the thing. That I think Glee needs to put its money where its mouth is. If they want to say that these other girls are just as good as Liam, as Rachel, as Liam Michelle, then maybe they should get more solos than Liam Michelle does when they write the scripts. Yes, agreed. I mean, I love Liam Michelle. I love Rachel Berry. I, her voice is beyond incredible. Mm-hmm. But these other girls so are just as yeah. good, and they Santana, don't. Santana, Santana, Santana. Yeah. Kills love it. So that's the thing. I think that it's sort of a contradiction where Glee is saying. That all these people are so good and all so good. But then all the time they just write, mm-hmm. Rachel will sing this part. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of a confusing message that yeah. the show is presenting. 
that everyone can be good, everyone is good, but then she just gets all the songs anyway. Definitely. All the songs. So yeah, I, I, I think that's a... Yeah, no, I completely agree. And just while we're on the topic, though, of Mercedes, before I forget, I wanted to talk about her boyfriend for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So, what, so we don't have a name for him yet. Uh, I don't know. If you're saying that we saw him in the first episode. I don't remember it seeing him. It was in the very beginning when Jacob and Israel was going around asking him what all their how their summer went, what their plans were. He talked to Mercedes, and he asked her about dating Sam. Sam, and she says that was so last year. Yeah, yeah. He moved away, and I have a new boyfriend. And then he came out, and he was on the camera, and he talked about how he wants to like make her a big star. It was in the very beginning of the episode, but he oh, was God. there. His he was name is Shane. There. Shane, thank you. It's like one of my favorite names for a guy. Oh, <laughs> You're so dreamy. No, and but is he dreamy? No, no, no. I was, I was, I was telling um, Roxy this while while we were watching it. I wanted Mercedes again, just wanting more for Mercedes. But I wanted her boyfriend to be this fine guy that everyone wanted, but right. he wanted her. If he was right. gonna be like, I didn't want him to be scrawny, but he could have at least been jacked and not yes. just like. Well, what's sad is, I mean, she got that. It seemed like last season she got that, and then they just let Cordover Street go. Yeah. I mean, they, oh, they right. built to that, and then... Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's not that they look bad together, because they do look good together, and we'll see what his personality is like as Shane grows as mm-hmm. a character, and we'll see. Um, but it seems like they're happy together. And he's supportive. And he's supportive. I just wish he was a little sexier. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Just a little it. bit of eye candy. And like you were saying, you wanted it to be somebody... While the other girls want it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, to put out that message that just because she's curvy doesn't mean she needs this big, yeah, it's sort true. of yeah. not ripped dude that she could still get a hot guy. I think that there's more of that confusing message. That's what I was mm-hmm. going to say. Just like you're saying, it's all these messages and, and Glee keeps saying, they keep almost saying things like when she was dating Sam for a second or holding hands. That's it. it and that. uh, you get a second of it or, or when Mercedes gets the role at the same level as Rachel, you get a second, but then nothing. <laughs> right. They mm-hmm. completely let it, let the ball drop. So I don't really know. Right. Are, are they just not paying attention as much as we are? I, are we I, bigger I super fans? <laughs> Crazy. No, I, I don't think, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think we should skip to commercial break and we can come back and we can talk about our predictions because Let's we're so it. excited. Yes. <laughs> Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's experience. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig. The wig. Oh, come on. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Okay, okay, prediction. Well, actually. Oh, no. Before you guys get into predictions. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Warning: The spoiler has been found on AfterBuzz TV property. Please remain calm. I have spoiler alert alerts for you. Spoiler alert! Oh no! Spoiler alert! (laughs) I always get so awkward during that part. I'm like, what do I? (laughs) All right. So the first spoiler: Is there any Glee fan out there who does not 
want Britney and Santana to end up together? Mm. Well, if there is, sucks for them. Because by the next episode, November 1st, Britannia will be official. Wow. And guess who's going to be the one to hook them up? His name is Finn. Yes, so while you guys, everyone thought Rachel was going to be in NYC dream chasing and Finn would have nothing to do, he's actually going to be helping Santana with some tough love. While she tries to hide her and Britney's relationship, Finn will call her out on her hypocrisy Mm. and we hope manages to coax her out of the closet. So that's our spoiler number one. Oh, I like it. Wow. God. I could see that was where they were going because Mm -hmm. they've got this campaign thing they're doing together. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm confused. I mean, is Britney still with Artie? Where is this? Where is where Well, is... that's the ending of this. They said, poor little Artie. He Aww. never gets to go. He never gets anything in the end. Oh, Artie. Oh, Artie. <laughs> well, there are going to be also two people who get a little something. A little something something. A little you know something something. <laughs> uh, November 8th's episode, mm-hmm. two people are losing their V-cards. That would be Rachel Berry. And Emma. And Emma. Emma? Emma? Is, Is it Emma? Kurt? It's Kurt. The episode will be based around Kurt and uh, Rachel's relationships. And uh, they'll be losing the card. The oh, card. Turning it in. My <laughs> God. Right. I just got me excited. But neither of them were Emma. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Poor Emma. Emma has a little more of a story, I guess, she's got to work on before she can lose it. Okay, yeah. so Kurt to Blaine and, and Rachel, Rachel to Finn. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, our final piece of gossip. Oh, my God. And this I'm, is going too fast. Gonna, I know, I know. I can't, it's too much. It's too much. I'm not even going to say this is news. I'm not going to say it's a spoiler alert. I'm just going to call it gossip. Okay. Okay. But are Shane and Mercedes already making beautiful chocolate babies? That's what, that's what we were saying. Well, based on what went down tonight, upset stomach, dry heaves, mm-hmm. lack of appetite, uh-huh. short fuse, we're thinking they very much might be. Why? In the spoiler alert, that's where... Wait, I'm sorry. Christian Dos Santos. I'm not exactly sure who that is. Excuse me. From E. From E Online. Um, who the other two spoilers were from E Online, so this could be very much credible. Um, says that there's a twist that changes the course of the season for Mercedes. Mm. Now, there's no proof yet, but Amber Riley did tweet, P.S. Mercedes is not pregnant, L-M-B-O. Okay, bye. Now, that's just the sort of thing someone trying to deny that the character (laughs) is pregnant would say. And we know the twist is she joined Shelby's new crew, but mm-hmm. isn't there room for both to be true? Can Mercedes have a career and a child? Well, we'll have to wait three weeks till the <laughs> next episode, so plenty of time to wonder. Thoughts? Uh, wait, first of all, what's L-M-B-O? Laughing, Laughing my, my butt, butt off. off. I feel so old or young. <laughs> I don't know which one. I'm out of the loop. I didn't know. I thought it was a typo at first, but I guess not. <laughs> no. Wait. So people are afraid okay, to say. Yeah. It's the- I am for sure thinking like she's it. pregnant. For sure. Um, from the first scene. From the first scene, yeah. Off off the bat, we called it. Uh, but the fact that she tweeted that, I don't think that it, that, I don't know. What Do you do you think that that's a cover-up, or do you think she's actually not? <sighs> I mean, maybe it's to leave us wondering for three weeks. We have, we have a bit of a hiatus. They want to keep us talking about Glee. 
Who knows? They screw us. Yeah. What they the did hell? They screw us. Um, I do. Mm. I do think she's pregnant, though. Especially from the Dream Girl song. Okay, well, we'll talk about first. So we see her. I love this music still. I'm, I'm going to say each time. I know. I'm sorry. We, we see her leaving at the end to go to Shelby's club. Right. And then in predictions, I mean, previews from next week, not next week, three weeks, Aww. we see her trying to convince Santana to come with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think about this? Is that fair? Is that right? Will Santana go? I don't think Santana will go. I don't think Brittany will let her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. There it is. Because I'm about to say, no, Santana is wishy-washy, but Brittany is not going to let but her go. But she's not going to leave Brittany. And Brittany won't go. No. Brittany's not going to go. She's too loyal. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, so if Mercedes is pregnant, are we going to find out next episode? Uh, I'm. <laughs> is this three know. weeks away? If she's pregnant, what's going to happen with the kid? That's that's the big question. I mean, we've already seen an adoption storyline. I do not think they'd repeat themselves I don't so, think so closely. So we look at our options. She could have the baby keep it. She could miscarry at some point and lose the baby. Or I, I, I could have to do a, a, a secret abortion. I don't think it's going to be. I, don't, I, I feel like her character is too religious and wouldn't do yeah. that. Yeah. She could have the baby and give it to Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's going to take that baby. <laughs> Quinn could just steal the baby. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of options. Yeah. There is. I <laughs> no, mean, I'm I kidding think... about those, but seriously, a lot of options. There are. I think that. I mean, I think that definitely I'm feeling like what's going to happen is she's going to lose it. I think that she's going to find out she's pregnant. She's going to be excited and maybe want it. And then she's going to end up miscarrying because of some sort of stressful situation with school stuff. And she's going to lose the baby. And I think that's going to be a huge dramatic thing that she's going to have to go through. I I feel like that's where they're going to go with it. Because I don't see them having her keep the baby. I don't see that. I really don't see them writing a baby into the show. I, I I still think abortion because it is such a a, a controversial topic. I, maybe it's just my, my little bubble, um, but I feel like even having two pregnant characters in one group of friends is that happen often? Is this realistic yes. scenario? Okay. A lot of my friends from high school were uh, pregnant. Some had the kids, some didn't. Okay. So this is something that we think could actually happen, and and. Some have the kids, some don't, some adopt, some mm-hmm. abort. But we think that she won't abort because she's too religious, or we do think she'll abort secretly. Well, we, we think both. He thinks that she won't. <laughs> I think that she will. And, but I, I do think it's going to be a secret thing, and I, and I think that in itself will be Something very, yeah, yeah I can see very that heavy because she's not going to, I don't, I don't think she's going to really talk about it. She may choose one person. Well, if we remember, Quinn was very religious too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's why she chose not to. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see the two of them bond a little bit over this. If oh, we're, we're talking that's about, possible. We were talking about if she's pregnant. We don't even know if she's pregnant. Right. We could completely be trying to throw us for a loop because they're always trying to do that. Um, okay. So we see a couple other things, though. We see last Friday night, the song exciting. being performed. Oh, uh, yes. That's just exciting because I love me some pop music. <laughs> Such a good song. I, I love that song. I'm into it. Uh, Teenage Dream to this day is my favorite mm-hmm. performance I've done on the show. Like, actually makes me cry every time <laughs> I listen to it with happiness. I'm really excited to hear Last Friday Night. Uh, we see that Kurt's dad is going to run against yes. Sue Sylvester. I kind of like it. Uh, I hope he kills her. Yeah. Kills her. Yeah. We think she, do we think that will happen? Yes. Well, I think that... I. Th- hmm. 
I think that he could. Yeah. I think he's going to scare her a lot mm-hmm. and he's going to shake her up. And she's going to mess it up. Okay. I think that maybe neither of them might actually end up winning, but I think oh, right? he's going to scare her a lot. That that's that is possible. I can and totally see that. Happening. He's like a big guy who doesn't give a crap and isn't. And he loves that his kids in the arts, and he's not going to yeah. let her rip the arts apart. Yeah, no, yeah. he's a great dad. He's he's good. <laughs> yeah. well, best dad on TV. I swear, yeah. he's awesome. Um, and um, Quinn trying to, you know, jack up. Uh, what's her name? Shelby. Shelby. Yeah. She's gonna try and do yeah. some tricks yeah, to prove she's tricks. an unfit mother. Mm-hmm. And and Puck. Hitting on Shelby? Maybe comforting? that was a little weird. Comforting, comforting or hitting on? What, Combination? What? I think I'll that one will misconstrue it as the other. Anything. It felt a little like, oh. come on y. Maybe did. because Mark Sandling's just so old that it <laughs> kind of come on y. But uh, yeah, it felt a little weird. Didn't feel, mm-hmm. didn't feel appropriate. Mm mm. So that's what was happening. I couldn't. I, I mean, I just. Couldn't I think that's tell. maybe that's what we were meant to think, and yes. maybe it might not even be that. But I think that they, that was definitely what we were supposed Could to take away. Could there be from that. a romantic story between the two of them? Well, he used to. I mean, season one, he would have sex with the cougars when he was the pool boy. That yeah. was. Mm-hmm. He's clearly not afraid to cross that boundary. Is now is Shelby going across that boundary? That's a little. That's the question, I think. That is the question. What is I, the answer? I do what not do think? think she will. I think if if it goes that route, then there will probably be a lot of heavy flirtation. But I don't. I, don't I think, think she'll pull she'll, away. Yeah, yeah. I think for she might get, sake. get kind of confused for an episode and mm-hmm. think, "Oh, he's a cute boy. He likes me." And then she'll wake up and realize I'm going to go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except not because he's is Puck eighteen. Oh. He could be, but regardless, it's still so gross. Yeah, it's, still. <laughs> it's the father of the baby she adopted. It's weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. just weird. It's really, really weird. weird. Maybe he's only flirting with her to get in with the baby, though. Maybe that's something. Maybe it's part of it Maybe. to prove that she's an unfit mother. It could be he and Quinn are both scheming. Scheming. Mm. All oh kinds yeah. Of stuff. There's a lot of different things. We didn't see if he wanted to go along with Quinn. I kind of feel like maybe he won't, but if he does, yeah. that could be what that's about. That would be too. interesting. Yeah. That would be a really interesting plan. I hope he doesn't, though. I hope he doesn't. I really, uh, he's I really a, hope he he's better than that, and Quinn's better than that, and she she just doesn't know it right now. Yeah. She's confused. She's a little lost still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I think those are all my predictions. Any more predictions, anybody? I think we covered it. No, I think that's it. Yeah. We covered everything, and, mm-hmm. and now we have to wait. What? It's three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. What are we gonna do? Cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you're gonna cry. You're gonna die. I'm actually just gonna rewatch old Glee episodes. Okay. I think that's probably the best option. All right. In three weeks. Yeah. Freaks over here. <laughs> so serious gleeks. Gle- Sorry, not freaks, gleeks. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in, and we'll be here from three weeks, in three mm-hmm. weeks from now. Yeah. See you then. Talking about the best show ever. Got it. <laughs> from producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. <laughs> buzz, buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.